Welcome to another edition of Papa's Basement. I'm your host, John Papa Giorgio. I'm joined today by uh, Howard Flood. Word up. My childhood buddy. What's up, man? We're we're not in the same room this time. Last time we were. We were. It was weird. Uh, I gotta say that you... You might be the only person other than my girlfriend that has stayed in this place more than, like, ten fucking minutes. Oh, yeah. In my new apartment. I have had a couple friends drop by just to be like, well, cool, man. All right. And then leave. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I thought that one dude was – because I called you once and, like, somebody slept the night there. Oh, yeah. My buddy Drew. You're right. Shit. You lied to me. You lied. I did. God, I felt special, but now I know somebody else has been there more than me. Yeah, and I think uh, my buddy Rich came over to video game once for a couple hours, so you might uh, you might just be top three at this point. All right, man. Well, it's something. Like uh, the days of MySpace, I'll take top eight. Uh, good old MySpace. Fuck. I miss I miss how you could get your shitty emo music and your local anonymous fuck needs through one website, but those days are over. Yeah, it just it. We've talked about before how how strange it was that you used it as a dating app. I mean, I think countless people tried. I would assume I was just successful at it. Like I would, I literally had the you know the whole format down. You'd just be like, search for friends in this, you know, how many miles from this zip code, and then you'd just be like, you know, fucking open a tab for every profile pic that was like, fuck her, would fuck her, would fuck her, like (laughs) yeah. Um, I mean, that's the problem. Like, I, I spoke anachronistically. I referred to it as a dating app. I'm like, this is pre-dating app. I think that was the time people were like, I wish there were a place I could go that was specifically for people to hook up. And MySpace was hard because there were a lot of people like me who was like, hey, I'm just here to, like, follow bands. Yeah, dude, dude. Like, it wasn't pre-dating app. It was pre-app. It was a fucking yeah. website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it... You know, I, I guess you had eHarmony and shit like that, but I think MySpace was kind of used in a way that, you know, uh, was a preview of Tinder and things like that, or it was a little more lighthearted, if you will. I can't remember. Did you ever get asked from a, an AOL chat room? Do you go back that far? I mean... Are you that dated? I never... I wouldn't say it was ever a chat room. So again, my behavior was always more focused and predatory. Um, <laughs> like I just kind of, if I recall, you could always go on AIM, AOL instant messenger, and you could just be like, uh, who's on at this time kind of. And if someone had a profile and it was like, you know, uh, 23 female, whatever location, I didn't, you know, I didn't give a shit. I was so starved for fucking attention and interaction. She could have been like Alaska and I would have been like, yeah, sure. You know, maybe I'll. Go up there, fucking get some trout, fuck a bear. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> um, Were you ever the guy to drop ASL, age, sex, location? Yeah. Did you actually, you, you would drop that on ladies? I've done that, yeah. Random ASL, people. ASL pick, yeah. Because you, right. you needed that one fucking, you know, 320 by 240 pixels photo. Like, if you think photos are misleading these days, oh, my God. I mean, yeah. photos in the day look like a character profile from a Super Nintendo RPG. You know what I mean? I it was just <laughs> like you, you had eight pixels and you enjoyed each one. I um, just, I hope you have some of those photos like saved still just so like 
all of us could laugh at you for like the poor quality of photos that you used to fap to. I like the... <laughs> I see. I definitely when hard drives started to die, certain computers' hard drives started to die. I'm really sure I burned a lot of that shit to CD. But one, I don't know where those CDs are at this point, and two, I don't even have like a computer with an optic drive, man. Like I legit bought a goddamn Xbox just so I'd have a, a DVD slot on something I own. Yeah. But uh yeah, no. I mean, circling back to all that. I forgot who made the first move. I think she hit me up, but my very first girlfriend, the you know, that I fucking lost the V card to was someone that found me via AOL, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you had to cross state lines for that shit, right? Oh, that sounds felonious, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Depends on the age of each of you, actually. Oh, yeah, you know, it's felonious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, my very first girlfriend and then i think by the second hookup i had that was like onto the dilly one of those myspace precursor sites you have to stop people people barely know what you're talking about like i barely know what you're talking about you you had to convince me it was a good website okay i will we'll get to the main show content i've done the spiel a million times but people know about facebook to this day depending on the generation they, you know, they at least know MySpace existed. What has kind of been lost to the sands of digital time is there were a lot of precursors to MySpace, none of which had the legs of MySpace. I guess Friendster maybe came closest. Dude, I was going to say, like, the Dilly made Friendster look popular. Like, you're going really obscure right now. Yeah, like, you, you kind of just picked what little fringe fucking community you were joining. And that was, like, your social media of choice. Uh, it wasn't like today where there were no debates. I mean, like, what, you can pick from Instagram or TikTok or, you know, Twitter. But, like, fucking everyone knows these things. Most people have profiles on each. But back then it was far more territorial. It was like, I'm a Friendster person. I'm a Dilly person. I am a Hot or Not person. You know, shit like that. <laughs> so that's all. I was a dilly person because you could pay $5 a month and that would let you click on everyone's uh, hidden photo. Private photos, they were called. And it was just women posting tons of nudes of themselves. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. And I have really always loved amateur porn ever since. I've <laughs> never really been a pro guy. I've always just been like, see the girl next door pulling out her shit. <laughs> All right, so with that out of the way, <laughs> uh, we we both of us been doing some traveling lately. Yeah, no, I uh, I was in Southern California, Los Angeles County, and uh, spent a little time in in Anaheim for Disneyland and California Adventure. That mm-hmm. was uh, something I did recently. Um, and you were on the other coast near where we live in the DMV. I was nowhere near a place as fancy, but I was, I, I took a brief trip with my girl to Ocean City, Maryland. And, uh, yeah, man, that, that place is a, I can't say it's a shit box cause it's expensive. I, like, I will say, dude. So the crazy thing is I, I took my kid to Ocean City last year. Mm-hmm. And when I was at, in Disneyland, there's a place called California Adventure, and it's 
it's bizarre because it simulates a lot of these California communities and like one of the little neighborhoods of the theme park. <laughs> Do you get to very like, much... shit on some pavement or? It's well, it's a boardwalk. It's kind of like Ocean City. So it's weird that whole like Jolly Roger area at the end of the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. There's like a section of California Adventure, the the new Disneyland theme park. California Adventure uh, absolutely has something that feels like Ocean City. It really is this bizarre like you go from a boardwalk community to like a Fisherman Wharf type area over to like Girardelli Square in San Francisco and you realize like people want to do this instead of like the real thing because the Disneyland version has no homeless people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> there's fucking no needles or a minimal amount of needles. Yeah. Yeah, and I just like I remember having this moment at Disneyland, uh, California Adventure, going through the Boardwalk Park. I'm like, this is great because I don't have to deal with any of the dirty crowds in Ocean City. It's kind of like that with better rides and fewer nasty like Marylanders. <sighs> yeah, man. I it's funny because I feel not that many people think of our states nationally. Like, we're just not super on the radar. Like, D.C. is, nationally. Virginia, I think the average person just thinks of Virginia as a hick shithole. And Maryland, they're like, okay, I guess that's kind of where the North starts. And to some degree, I still think that way. Where we grew up, Northern Virginia is just very suburb. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't say there's anything really hick about our immediate area where we grew up. Um it's and, weird because it kind of used to be. Yeah. And now it was, it's just full suburb. Yeah, now it's completely full burb. It's, you know, fucking average income. Gotta be like six figures or close to it. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculously costly here. Um, yeah, we, we grew up in neighborhoods where, like, it was just white vans in every driveway, and that's gone now. All those people got pushed to outer suburbs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll put it this way. I grew up in what I would consider a shittier neighborhood and i very much can't afford or can barely afford to live in that neighborhood today and that is 25 miles outside dc something like that like let's not act like it's hop skip and a jump like where i am now yeah no, it's, it's fucking dc I'm, it's not great it's weird it's just DC. Like early odds you know when there was a, a, a recession that people don't remember but it's one of those times i think in a lot of cities especially dc because dc was like the only city that had growth at that time I remember, like, it, it seems like your mom, a bunch of, like, our friends' parents who were working for the federal government out of that community were like, I can't do this anymore. Too many people moved here. I'm just retiring because I qualify, and this commute went from being acceptable when you're 25 miles out to unacceptable when you're 60. So F mm-hmm. this. A bunch of people just retired because they're like, this is not the deal I signed up for and I live this far out. Because it used to be I could get to D.C. from here, and now I can't. God, I, I... I have never even contemplated retirement. That's just such a cute concept. Like, I've always thought my retirement would just be like a stage four cancer diagnosis. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I'd just be working at like 70 or whatever, and then they'd be like, well, we found out why he had that persistent cough. And I'd be like, cool. Now, even in death, I get to ape my old man. <laughs> that would be it. It would just be four months of me withering away to a fucking husk and not having to work because I physically can't and <laughs> burning through everything that I spent decades sublimating my dreams to do. You know what I mean? Like, fuck it. Instead of chasing the arts, I was just a locksmith for 40 years thinking maybe this money will go somewhere. And it's like, yeah, it'll go to a hospital and a hospice (laughs) place. That's it. 
You but, fucking work to give yourself cancer, and then you pay for the cancer. In defense of Maryland, like, very much Ocean City to Baltimore, very blue-collar, and they got Johns Hopkins. So, like, I think you would really fit right in with this, like, Baltimore-Ocean City connection, man. I just – it is really – my thing when I go to Ocean City that I love, because, you know, I lived in Baltimore. It's just, like – I just I'm in this, like, beach community, and I look around, and everybody's wearing – Ravens and Orioles gear. And I'm just like, I fucking love being a dirty Baltimorean myself who just came to the beach. Like, I, I, I get to, like, have that fantasy in my mind of, like, I used to live in Baltimore. I'm one of you. <laughs> one of you unwashed Orioles or Ravens fans. Like, I just, I, I love it there. And you know what they uh, think of you? You're a dirty Asian. That's how <laughs> they see you. They don't care about any time you spent there. So, yeah, I... I tossed this trip out a little early because back in April, it was like hot as balls. And I'm just of the frame of mind, like, yeah, we destroyed the planet. Like summer fucking July weather is just starting April 12th now. You know what I mean? Like that's, (laughs) we're only going up from here. So my girl like took it upon herself. You know, she knows that uh, she lives like she has a real job. She lives a real life. So like every few months, she's just gone for like a week. You know what I mean? Uh, she can actually travel. I can't, owning this fucking millstone of a locksmith business. And uh, so I can do, like, little weekends, basically, here and there. So she booked something, like, Thursday night through, you know, we leave Sunday kind of trip at Ocean City. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, cool, probably be, like, fucking hot as shit. Uh, you know, the weekend's approaching. We're both kind of scrambling to get the fuck out of it because every weather report is just like, yeah, it's going to be, like, 50 and cloudy, like legit rainy some of these days. And I've never, I don't know about you, Howard. I think uh, because my dad was Greek, like by law, we had to just do beach trips every fucking vacation. Right. Like, and I think one time, maybe it was like heavily rainy one of those weekends, but basically correct me if I'm wrong. You do a beach trip and it's rainy. You're just like, I got fucked. Like, I, like I didn't sign up for this. I didn't like. I love when people are like, "Oh, uh, let's go to the movie theater at the beach." It's like, hey, asshole, you could have done that anywhere. Like, why the fuck did you travel? Why are you fucking paying, you know, for the hotel to do shit you could do anywhere? So, like, I, I hear you, and I know that you can get crab cakes elsewhere in Maryland. But one of the things that I, There are many reasons I won't go back to Virginia Beach, but I will go to Ocean City, is, like, when that happened uh, to me as a kid in, like, Virginia Beach, it's like, okay, let's go get crab cakes. And then you realize, like, oh, the crabs, they're basically, they're born in the Virginia part of the Chesapeake Bay, and then they migrate northward in the bay, so that, like, that's why Maryland has all the crab cakes, because, like, you just can't get crabs on the Virginia part of uh, the Chesapeake Bay, and I'm just like... Why the fuck am I here if there's, like, no local seafood? It's mm-hmm. weird when you go to Virginia Beach because it's not even like, hey, it's raining. Go sit inside and eat, like, fresh seafood. That's – no. They get the same seafood that, like, we get – I think we get better because, like, D.C. is a crooked city where all global capital ends up in our town. So it's like we actually get pretty good seafood. It comes from Maryland, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> Yeah, that's the dirty secret. Um. Yeah, so I, it's it's limited. I, how did your weather actually turn out, though? 
it was about that. I mean, like, so I naively am packing for this, like, the trash I am. And I'm just like, oh, I'll get, you know, I'll pack three different colors of my Target Goodfellow brand medium shorts. And I was like, as an afterthought, I was like, fuck it. I'll throw in, like, one pair of jeans, one pair, you know, one fucking hoodie. Well, I could have used more than that hoodie. Like, I legit had to layer T-shirts one of the days under the hoodie to not freeze my dick off. And I oh, don't know if I was ever out of those goddamn jeans. Like, every single pair of shorts. In fact, I just pulled them. This trip was probably two or three weeks ago. I just pulled those shits out of the suitcase about 15 minutes ago, if you want to know how disorganized <laughs> I am. I was just like, where the fuck is my clothing? And then I was like, oh, yeah. Half of it's still packed away. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I... You know, we we get together, we roll up. Of course, again, the the locksmith thing. I get in a what was reported as a same day emergency call right after my chick gets back from work, and we could have headed out then. And instead, I'm like, no, I have to go about an hour west and then an hour back to us. So let's do that first. So we didn't hit the road till like 6 p.m. or so, and like maybe hour and a half, two hours in. You know, with traffic, it was a real ass fucking. Um, we passed this restaurant called, uh, oh, that's nice. The, the cleaning lady is loudly vacuuming in the hall right this second. Hopefully she <laughs> didn't pick it up too, too hard. Uh, you know, we passed this restaurant called Fisherman's Inn, a little past Annapolis. You know, traffic right. had been horrific, so it took us forever just to get there. And I don't know about you, Howard. I'm like a real sucker for like a trashy seafood restaurant that has like, any depiction of a boat, uh, like a fake lighthouse. I don't, yeah, I shouldn't say depiction, like an actual ornamental thing out front. Like, you give me cheap fried shrimp and there's like a fake crow's nest outside of your place, like, I'm in. You got a pirate logo? Like, I'm double in. Like, that's, I don't want finery, I just want cheap white trashy appeal you know um there's a place in scranton whatever seafood restaurant they reference i don't think it's poor richard's i think that was the bar that they reference in the office but the seafood <laughs> restaurant cooper's seafood house yeah cooper's is legit like that like cooper's i think the entire fucking restaurant when i went by it is like in a fake schooner kind of thing you know what yeah I mean? like, and i didn't yeah. eat there because i was just like look after eating their white American cheese pizza, I'm really afraid to touch any goddamn seafood here, but I do love the look of the place. So we stop in this place, Fisherman's Inn, and, like, I look at the menu, and it's just, it's a little steep for what I feel a goddamn restaurant outside of Annapolis, Maryland, but, like, still very far from the beach community, should be charging for its shit. And also... You look around to clock a restaurant by its clientele. This is just older, low-income whites, basically. Like, fat retirees. Dude, I gotta say, like, have you not been following inflation costs on food? Like, I I, I have a hard time holding that against the restaurant, because I don't... I, I don't remember the last time I went to a place where I was like, this is truly cheap. God... I have to stand in line for the food. Any place I have to sit down, no. Hmm. It's just, it's expensive everywhere if, like, somebody brings you the food. It's, like, straight up, 
I think the restaurant industry is in like a crazy state across the board. I think what you're describing is a phenomenon. They're not people trying to screw you. They're on the verge of going bankrupt is my guess. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good explanation because I look as much as I'm going to pay for this shit, I guess I still have one complaint. Fucking bring it out hot. You know what I mean? Like if there is nothing worse than a fucking deep fried hunk of sea shit, but it's now room temperature. And like that grease is kind of congealing on it already. And like, you know you're going to regret it. Like, because when it's hot, you're like, I can pretend the fucking 15 grams of trans fat permeating this thing don't exist. Like, it all just tastes like hot liquid. You know what I mean? This is all meaty juiciness. What a lovely thing. But the instant it cools down and it gets that kind of, like, slick, sticking to your fucking fingers kind of feel, I can't handle that. So that was my main bitch for that place, man. No, that's, that that is BS, man, because we started, during pandemic, we started frying, like, we have a fried chicken dish we do, boneless mm-hmm. fried chicken, um, and it's weird, like, it's so good, like, right out of the pan, you're just like, I don't give a shit if I'm going to burn my tongue, this is everything that fried food was ever meant to be, Yeah. and with every passing minute, you just, like, all you can think of is, like, I kind of want to burn my tongue again and just eat it straight out of the, the oil, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'll fucking, yeah. I'll nuke it, hear that oil pop again, and then it's safe to eat once more. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, I couldn't do that, and I just, I felt betrayed. Because, again, you had, like, a fake little pirate get up outside, and then you get in. It even had, like, a fucking train set going around the fucking ceiling. And I'm like, I'm sorry, when you have a goddamn train set in your restaurant, you got some balls charging, like, 50-something bucks. For some of these dishes, you know what I mean? Like the train set just sets a, it sends a different message. No, nah, man, I'm just, I'm telling you, they're good restaurants in the DC area and it's happening across the country. And it's crazy because like pandemic, a lot of restaurants just didn't know how to apply for PPP money. I mean, like all the chains did, but if you're an independent restaurant, mm-hmm. a lot of people just like, they didn't get their money and they shut down. But the nuts part is a bunch of places that were well run are coming into this inflationary uh, uh, setup and they're just like, I cannot afford rent on my building and my food costs. I'm just going to shut down the restaurant. It no longer makes sense to run a restaurant. It's kind of nuts, man. Like a sit down restaurant. It's I'll put it this way. It's just like my sister actually owns a restaurant. She actually so she owns a lunch counter and she owns like a sit down place and just Mm -hmm. like. But she does the math for me. It's like, it's crazy. Cause like, when you see what it costs to rent a building, I understand now why so many people run food trucks. It's oh. just like, the math on a food truck is probably the best way as an independent restaurateur to like take money home every, every month, every year. It's crazy how hard it is to afford running a sit down restaurant if you are not a corporate chain. I mean, I, I've known that ever since The Sopranos, when that uh, bald guy, Artie, I think his name was, was explaining the dog shit margins. And yeah, it's it it's not a, why do you think I am a locksmith truck? You know, like yeah. I never, what, I'm going to pay $5,000 for a, a storefront per fucking month so I can A, not be on the road or 
B, pay some fucking lunkhead to make a couple key copies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Oh, wow, man. Sounds terrible. Uh, yeah. So, I, okay. I guess, uh. It's, no, you're, what you're talking about, man, like, normally, like, even a year ago, I would have been like, oh, yeah, man, F those people. But now I'm just like, dude, like, we have no idea what's going on with the restaurant industry. I'll tell you the crazy restaurant story I have coming back. It's that, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you know this, but TGI Fridays is operating some virtual restaurants on DoorDash. Oh, the ghost kitchens. It's it's basically, it's yeah, they're acting as a ghost kitchen for a poke place, basically. God, that's and it's good, man. Unsurprisingly, when you have like the buying power of TGI Fridays behind you, mm-hmm. you can scale ahead of like the smaller chains, and so they get pretty damn good tuna and salmon. I, I just I was kind of surprised. I was like, "Damn, dude! Like this is a problem for like local poke chains." Even chains are just independent poke like locations because like mm. TGI Fridays is gonna win. I think they're gonna win on like the poke war, whatever it is, because it's just so many of us, especially in the last three years, are now accustomed to like ah, I just I mostly just want to eat at home. Shut like up. there's certain types of food I'm just like ah, I'll just like get it delivered. I don't even want to go out for that. Now I'm looking for some sort of McDonald's sushi thing. You've, uh, that whole scaling purchasing power, you've, uh, got me thinking, man. <laughs> but now it's like, it's, it's crazy, man. It's, we don't know what's going to happen in the restaurant industry, but like, I mean, in this area too, we've had that whole, I think, so we live in the DMV and one of the reasons it's crazy to have DC as a separate jurisdiction from Virginia and Maryland is things like, DC is about to abolish tipping. I don't know if that even went into effect yet, right? So it's hard because I, I don't have a chance to go to a lot of DC restaurants, right? I'm a parent, so it's like I kind of ruined my life. I've um, seen I've seen people <laughs> post on Reddit about it, and it's now just like the restaurant is like 20% tip fee just on your fucking ticket. So when we were in LA, that that's how we, was one sushi place it was actually great, and the way they ran it was different because we didn't have like a set server. We just had people running out to us, and the way they ran it is just like. We do a 16% surcharge to let you know that we take care of our people here, but we pay everybody a wage. There was like this paragraph at the bottom of the ticket of like, they actually, what I loved about this place is they actually wrote, please no tips. It insults us essentially if you try to tip because we pay everybody who works here. Again, it was a high-end like sushi place. It wasn't like insanely expensive, but it was still a place of like, tips are an insult. We pay a, a living wage to everyone who works here. Nice. And I'm just like, I think that's where DC is trying to go, but you know, they gotta, their restaurants are competing with ones in Northern Virginia and like Southern Maryland. Like, yeah, it's and just, also, let's be real, like fucking the average guy running a restaurant, the average cat going to, write it out with such a plum. They're going to just be like at the bottom of your ticket, like 20% Democrat fag charge, you know, like, it'll, <laughs> it will not, uh, it'll want for the eloquence of what you read. But I mean, it's just, it's everybody. It doesn't matter how like hyper conservative you are or hyper capitalist. It's 
everybody's approach to like being in the restaurant has changed. It's just like, I think a lot of people are like, I kind of don't care about sit down service. I kind of don't like, there are things that are nice about it, but usually by the end of the meal, I'm just like, dude, you didn't even bring my fried fish out when it was hot. Like, could I, could you just like done it to order at a counter? Like long John Silver's like, what is this? Yeah, it's very fucking annoying. Like, honestly, the whole server culture, I just don't give a shit for it. Like, I don't need to feel like, like, it's the same as having a prostitute. It's like, I'm not, I'm not getting this because you like me. I'm getting it because money's changing hands. Like, if I were in a position of power and I were like a lord of a land and I really did have help, okay, that's kind of fucking cool for a variety of reasons. Uh, but yeah, to just be like, I'm going to rent this server power for an hour. Oh, fuck that. I mean, that's the weird thing that, again, talking about this, like, high-end place, this upscale place in uh, L.A., and I just, I feel like we're seeing it more in general. Like, I went to New York a couple months ago, and it's, when you see the, the high-end places, yes, there's, like, servers there. It's the one place you kind of want it, but it's, you're already, like, committing in your mind of, like, I'm paying more than I normally would for restaurant food. Like, you already know it's going to be expensive. They're just building it into, like, you knew this was going to be pricey. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand between that and just lunch counter, this, like, in-between of, like, okay, so what are these other places? Like, what is it that I want out of this experience? And one of the things that we're all getting to is, like, do we have to do it by tip? Like, is there just a better way to do this experience? Because, like, what am I getting out of this? What... Why is this amazing? Because to me, it's like, do I like this better than, like, not having to tip a waiter but doing a smaller tip to a DoorDash driver at home where I drink booze that I paid for at the grocery store instead of your crazy surcharge? Like, and uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of people are questioning it because, like, to the extent people go to restaurants, I honestly think people are, like, they're more interested in the bar, right? Like, I want a bar I experience just, with yeah. food. I just don't give a shit for sit-down restaurants these days. Like you said, it's – I just want – like Chipotle is my favorite workhorse that I'll go to, and it's a shitbox. I'll go to Chipotle or I'll get, like, sushi from a Wegmans. And you know why? Because I can eat it really quickly about five feet from the trash can that I'm going to throw that food in a couple minutes later, and the entire time I can screw around on my phone. And I didn't have to pay for a tip either. Like, there you go. That's that's a win to me. But, like, even with sit-downs, like, I'm thinking of the chains. Again, it's just – it's this weird space of, like – and TGI Fridays is adapting with these, like, virtual kitchens, right? These ghost kitchens. But, like, I just – I think of the places that do, like, carry-out. Like, Outback has had carry-out forever. Mm-hmm. And then what's the place near me? It's Macaroni Grill has the same thing where it's just, like, it's the same fucking food. It's still fucking Macaroni Grill when I sit down with my kid because my kid eats mac and cheese. Go figure. My kid has, like – a very narrow diet that forces me to eat at macaroni grill, which I never want to eat. Um, so like, you know, we'll sit down with her when I just like, I just want to get out of the house. I guess I'm paying to not be at home cause I'm a parent now. Um, but there are other times it's just like, I, why do I got to tip somebody to drink like warm wine at macaroni grill? Yeah. It has about, I just get it to go. And then I like, don't have to pay their surcharge, and I'm drinking a bottle of wine that I picked at the grocery store for less. How about that? And that's where everybody's going. The the big chains know it. It's just like, tell me why 
I should sit down at your restaurant. And you want to tell me it's a pho restaurant? It's like, do you really want to take pho to go? Because I don't. There are reasons to sit down at a place, right? But you got to give me a good reason. Like, do you want scalding hot soup to spill all over your car? No. All right. I'm going to have pho at your joint. That's cool. We'll sit down. Yeah, they're too small to sue profitably. So you're right. You can't do a <laughs> McDonald's hot coffee. <laughs> but yeah, right. no, like, I think the restaurant, man, is just like, it's a crisis. Like, most of the sit down places are probably going to have to come up with an alternate way to do, like, ordering. Because we saw it in pandemic, man. There's a bunch of places, like, I mean, people are kind of hating on this. So we have to figure this out still. But with the QR code that you scan for the menu, I think a lot of places, they're just going to be like, We'll bring you the food, but nobody's going to come greet you at your table. Just enter it onto our app, and the food's going to come. I think that's, like, the level of what sit-down's going to become. It's like, I don't need a person to come talk to me. I'm just going to enter what I want, and your ass is going to bring it to me so I don't have to get out of my seat because I'm a lazy fucking American. That sounds like heaven. (laughs) Don't talk to me. Just bring me my food. I know what I want. (laughs) Uh, let me bang out the, the rest of the OC highlights for you because there is a lot of eating out. Yeah, you didn't even get to OC yet. So this is just like, you're pissed about the restaurant experience on the way out. This is just on the way out. Yeah. Is it a foreshadowing of an ominous, is it a bad omen for the weekend? I mean, no, the 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 real trash shock factor occurs elsewhere. The restaurants are merely eh. There are multiple not, you know, like expensive enough restaurants where I was just kind of like disappointed by the food quality. And again, we're not talking Michelin starred fucking, you know, Harry Dick's fucking muscle shack or whatever, but like, I don't know, man. Well, uh, let me just, we'll, we'll get to the, we'll blaze through it real fast. Cause it's already been like a goddamn half hour, but uh yeah, we, we roll up, we're getting there and I'm like, you know, I don't know about you, Howard, but my favorite thing when you're going to the beach is you roll down the windows and you get that fucking beach smell. Not like the brackish water, dead seagull shit, but like that nice, a little brine in the air kind of thing. Did you not get that? I didn't get it even on the beach because I guess like that's the side effect of some heat in the mix and this entire area had still been refrigerated. So I'm like, you know, we're rolling up at like 11 p.m. I got my fucking head out the window trying to catch any of it and there's nothing um we pull up and we're like i guess maybe a block away from the actual place it was a weird little my, my girl got it off hotels.com but it was kind of like technically a fucking uh timeshare where i guess people were renting out their shit by the week it was fucking weird right um we pull up there's just a maybe like six foot four very heavy black dude with his head just leaning against a transformer in the parking lot. And oh I'm my like, gosh. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, uh, and he, he had the, I'll, I'll use the term unhoused because you said homeless earlier and clearly they take massive offense at that and not the overall wretchedness of their condition, whatever fucking term you bring to it. Did I say homeless person? I meant person experiencing homelessness. My, <laughs> my fault. I fucking hate all this shit so much. <laughs> There's no bigger circle jerk than any of that stuff. Because <laughs> it's, uh, you could say that to a dirty hobo. And they'd be like, look, uh, I don't care what you call me. Uh, are you either going to give me money or 
can I suck your cock or can I stab you? You know, like those are your, those are your options. Um, and I, what was great was I thought, you know, his posture and shit. I'm like, oh, this guy's just out of night. He's taking a piss against this thing. Nope. He just had his head against it and stood like that, like Blair Witch style for like the entirety of the about 20 ish minutes that we were in the vicinity. Cause we like leave. We're hunting for this hotel. Uh, it's cold as balls. By the way, like at this point, I'm like, thank fucking God I brought that one paltry hoodie. I wish I'd brought even more. Yeah. Uh, we finally find the place. There's like a lock box with a combo on it inside another little lock wall unit. You know, it's like the fucking Legend of Zelda. You found a secret music when you finally get into all these things. We circle back. He's still there. We get into our place and we pass out and we wake up at 7 a.m to engines rev this is a waterfront stay by the way uh, again not hellishly expensive but i want to say it was like 700 and change for the three nights or some shit like uh, yeah not, like not nothing you guys are in a good location right you're like this is prime like boardwalk territory right legit there is nothing closer to the boardwalk we are yeah. looking over the boardwalk uh for those of you playing zelda tears of the kingdom like uh if i had my little zelda glider and i could hop out of this window i'd be over the ocean in two seconds you know what i mean like you'd just be there um we wake up at about seven fifteen friday morning uh, to engines revving on the boardwalk and we're both kind of like what the actual fuck is going on? Like, why are there engines, much less multiple engines, on the boardwalk? And we stick our head out, and it's just a parade of cars, Howard. Like, a nonstop parade of old cars, new cars, and both sides of the boardwalk packed with people watching these things. Like, these cars are coming home from a war. <laughs> And the cars are revving and they're honking. Again, this is, I am not fucking kidding, 7.30 on a Friday morning. And these cars are getting a fucking crowd. And it took us a while to figure out it was the cars. At first we were like, is this like, are veterans here? What was this Memorial Day weekend? No. Oh, no. Weird. Uh, We ultimately learned that it's a weekend that takes place once in the spring, once in the fall, an event called Cruisin, C-R-U-Z-I-N apostrophe, Ocean City. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> that's very Maryland. Wow, that's just cruising. Cruising. Cruising, cruising doing some poozing and boozing at cruising, hon. And, uh, yeah, it's just people coming statewide to look at other trash bringing their fucking cars. And it's not like all classic cars. There's definitely dudes who are like, I got my 87 Mazda pickup that I drilled a hole into the muffler to wake up these two jerk-offs from Northern Virginia who came to Beach Week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> uh, And uh, like you said, everyone has the loud fucking mufflers. And it wasn't just confined to the boardwalk because literally the whole weekend – we're hearing like, rah, 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 like yeah. at every block. And it's uh, just morons who are 
you know, like some fucking James Dean movie kind of shit. Like they see a red light and she's like, and then it cuts to green and they're like, and they floor it. And there's a red light fucking 400 feet in front of them. And then it's just as they, you know, murder their disc brakes to fucking floor it for again, 200 feet and then break for 200 feet. It's gotta be, look, I don't know where you fall on the car spectrum, Howard. To me, it's a fucking shit teleport box that, like, I enter it, I zone out, I exit it, I'm somewhere else. I don't give a fuck how it looks. I care about the fucking mileage. Like, right now, because my piece of shit old Prius is in the shop, I'm in a fucking Chevy Malibu. And everyone will be like, oh, you mean a car that's 20 years newer than your Prius? You must like it a lot. No, I really fucking don't. Because this piece of shit still probably gets like under 30 a gallon. And I drive all the fucking time, Howard. So it can suck my dick. No, yeah. I mean, uh, so I'm someone who enjoys driving manual transmission. So I I can get aggressively judgmental about other people's cars when they spend too much on them. But this is how you know we're 40. My My main beef is like, when people spend way too much money on their cars, it is a representation of their failure to understand that, like, cars are money pits, whereas, like, in general, home equity would be the thing that is preparing you for retirement in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just it, – it is often a symbol of do not be friends with those people. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, do you see my car? And I'm like, and I'm walking away. Yes, yes. I see that you're trash that doesn't understand money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to. You put it so elo- eloquently. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what yeah. I was trying to say. So it's just it's people doing that. Uh, I know my girl spotted a fucking sticker on one of these pickups that was, uh, "If you voted for Biden, you owe me gas money," which reeks of socialism. Last I checked. <laughs> so and also, uh, you know, you don't. If you don't want to hurt gas money-wise, <laughs> don't drive the vehicle getting 15 MTGs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, God. Uh, the other phenomenon we noted was everyone in really cars of any stripe having Instagram handle stickers on the back window. Not for them, but for the fucking car. Like. Oh, Wow. There would be someone with like a yellow Camaro and it would be an Instagram sticker saying like at Bumblebee the car. Dude, I actually, I hate <laughs> to say it. I got respect for those people because that's, those are people who are like, I, my car habit is suddenly a small business. And if they're actually trying to monetize it, I mean, they're, they're cutting into the cost of that and they're, yeah. Nah, like, because I clicked on a few of these, Howard. I, I had time at red lights thanks to these shitheads. And it was always <laughs> just like eight, ten photos, no link to an OnlyFans, no link to a GoFundMe. It just seemed like I think they thought their car could get them pushed. And they're just not anything fancy cars. Yeah. That's really sad. You know, like a 50 grand car, 60 grand car, like expensive, but not like fucking 300K Maserati territory or any shit. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's a total misunderstanding of like how women view cars. 
Because it's not like, oh, that's a hot car. I'm going to holler at him. It's more like, ew, are you driving a 05 Prius? I don't yeah. know about going to dinner with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's more a negative. It's not really a positive. I, it's a I, neutral. See, I loved dating with that thing because it was like getting fucked on hard mode. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I was driving that and living at home and still fucking pounding ass. Like, I I was like, God, I must be charming. You know? like, I mean, it, it also highlights how, how thin the dating pool is for the, the ladies out there where it's just like, oh, is he going to pay for his own dinner? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't have to cover a store. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, Howard, like, and don't get me wrong. Everything you need to know about Ocean City, you can tell from the t-shirts sold at Ocean City. And I had not really been beachfront since the Trump election. It was just countless, like, depictions of Biden as a clueless tard, which he very well might be. But I love his agenda, so I don't give a fuck. Um, You love his agenda? Whatever the hell's going on in this country, I prefer to what happened under Trump. We can put it that way. Those are two different things, man. Fair enough. Okay. Look, whatever, look, I love abortions. I love abortions, (laughs) and I don't give a shit for guns, and I don't give a fuck about God. And so, like, I don't really think beyond that when it comes to voting. Like, I want to know I can dump a load in someone, and it's not going to end my life. That's it. That's the only freedom I want, freedom from child support. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Like, just give me fucking abortions. And I mean, you... I'm, again, I'm not trying to defend, like, all these people that you're, you're talking about because, like, it's offensive to me as well. But I just – there is that part of me It's also, like, I get when people are, like, I just want to, like, when I see a homeless person on the street, call him a homeless person instead of have a dissertation on, like, the phrase that I'm allowed to describe this fool who's just asking me for change. Yeah. Exactly. No, don't get me wrong. All that shit can suck my ass. And that's <laughs> endless – fucking academic circle jerk posturing. Uh, I don't care for any of that. It's all fucking idiotic. Like the, the But it's not nearly the- as idiotic as like, you owe me my gas money because I got a gas guzzling pickup. It's like, yeah. that That was a choice, homie. Like, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. Like, GTFO. Just come on, man. Like, so I hear you, man. Like, it's, it was we just, live in bizarre times. It was shirts like that. It was shirts, you know, like I'd rather stick my dick in my car than my girl. Uh, <laughs> you know, shit like that. I, I don't think, yeah, I'm tiptoeing around with that one. But, uh, and uh, countless shirts of some broad, there was only one musician who I saw t-shirts for at this place. And if you went by number of t-shirts as an indicator of popularity, this bitch is five times as big as Taylor Swift, but some rapper named Ice Spice. Like, Ice Spice's people must have been like, how are we going to get this bra That's the radar? hilarious. Well, you don't know to... who Ice Spice is? No, I don't know who the fuck Ice Spice is. She but... just cut a single with Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I did read about that last week, and I was just like, oh, this is that broad that I saw conservatively 50 fucking different t-shirts for at every goddamn Ocean City shop. Like, no Taylor Swift shirts, no Metallica, no Garth Brooks, nothing of any stripe, just Ice Spice shirts. That is not me (laughs) exaggerating. Like, Ice Spice's people have cut some fucking cartel-like deal 
with every t-shirt dealer in Ocean City to just carry ice spice shit. Mm. I and it it didn't move me, forty-two-year-old indeterminately white man, one iota to check out anything other than I wanted to look her up and see if she was hot. And one of the first hits was like ice spice fat. And I'm just like, okay, my search is done. <laughs> we're, I don't, I don't need to go any farther. If we're debating this, then no, we're good. No, I, it, it's a headache. Cause I, I, I just had to pull up like, why are people talking about Taylor Swift's collab with ice spice? And I'm like, I, I hate everyone right now. It's just, they're two really rich people who figured out how to market effectively and yeah, I, I have opinions about neither of their music. So to the extent somehow this got pulled into like the culture war, I'm very confused. Mm-hmm. I'm very confused. I'm just like, it's bad music. I don't like any of it. All right. Yeah, I don't I don't give a fuck. Like to me, rap started and stopped in Shaolin Land in nineteen ninety three. You know, like we're we're good. I mean, she might be okay for all I know, right? To be fair, I haven't really listened to it, but it's just like this is 100% like more about how do we market in the modern social influencer context. She's done that successfully, clearly, right? Exactly. It's yes. just yeah. I I yeah, like the way that people get to the top of the charts now, it's like it's hard to find new music. I I will say that. I think we still don't have a scenario where people are doing that effectively, but to the extent it happens, it just seems like people are more insta- interested in, like, your Instagram feed than, like, your music. Like the products, it's, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Look, at the end of the day, we we just want things that make the pain go away. Is that your music? Am I going to jack it to your tits online? Whatever. It's like, hating Joe Biden. That's that's yeah, what gets some exactly. people through the day. Yeah. It's fucking whatever your path, that's... You're going to rock it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm trying to think what the fuck else happened. Okay, so back to the cruising thing real fast. Like, Howard, there were people, like, that Friday evening, we're walking around, and we just see people in chairs lining the roads parallel to the fucking boardwalk. And I'm just like, please... Please tell me there's some sort of event that these people are waiting for and they aren't just sitting there looking at the cruising cars as they come by at various <laughs> points. And no, that, that was, uh, I would be wrong. It was just people all Friday night, all of Saturday, start to finish. And some, some, like when we left Sunday, I, you know what? I'll, I'll rule out Sunday. Fuck it. I'll give the trash that. They are just sitting there, some of them holding up signs, like, honk for cruising, like, show us your love, you know, shit like that. Uh, someone will, like, honk if you want a date. It just, it was, I've never, I was so sad because my Prius was filled with work equipment, so, like, we couldn't take that hunk of crap here, and we had to drive the, you know... Uh, the girlfriend's 14 Accord, I think. I have never more wanted to be in my Prius <laughs> and just fucking drive amongst these Mustangs and Chargers and whatever white trash mobiles <laughs> and just honk and just drink it in 
Like, people were there for my vintage Prius, too. I fucking, you know what? I might sign up for fall cruising <laughs> and be down there that weekend. Maybe try to scrape even more. Maybe fucking ding up more of my quarter panels <laughs> and drive around and just ruin everyone's fucking weekend. Put, like, a fucking pride flag on the top of it. <laughs> like, get a Biden's face decal for the hood. Uh, what's the Biden campaign thing? They, uh, they're leaning into some of the crazy stuff people said about him. Uh, the one with laser eyes. Have oh, you seen this? Dark Brandon, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you need one of those bumper stickers. Yeah, fucking Dark Brandon stickers bragging about honor school student children that I don't have. <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, just a coexist sticker. Like, why are we beating around the bush? Dude, I would love if you still had a Chantilly honor roll sticker on that car. That would just be the way to go. Yeah. Just like, I was on honor roll in 1997. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A framed copy of the article in my local paper about my perfect SAT score. You know, Uh, maybe I'll get off my ass and actually file the Mensa paperwork so I can have my card dangling from the antenna. Yeah. Slapping a, a Mensa bumper sticker on the back of a... Oh, God. 05 Prius. That would be the best. I would come back. The instant I got out to take a piss, I would come back to that car on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Just fucking warriors come out and play. Did you not enjoy Ocean City in the least? I just, I love that place, man. Like, I, it's a little early to go. Don't get me wrong. Last time I went, it was Juneteenth about a year or two ago. And even at that point of the year, it's like, I looked it up, man. You're better off going in, like, early October than you are early June is what I, I, I didn't realize until the last time I went. So I, I uh, well, we know why you didn't like being there, Juneteenth. You fucking racist <laughs> piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I would just say, like, it was fine to get the fuck out of Dodge. I enjoy that experience. You know, I missed one fucking emergency call, and then I got to go back to where the guy did the work, and then I got to call my facilities people and be like, you got an idiot. Never (laughs) hire this guy again. So that felt good. Um, Yeah. I mean, it was okay. You know, like a beach is awkward with a girlfriend there because you just want to ogle pussy. Like that's all you want to do. That's all you want to do. Well, yeah. I'm not (laughs) even saying that like the, the, what I'll, what I'll call the PF, an abbreviation for puss factor. It's an industry term. Um, the, the PF was not particularly shattering. Like it was a bunch of younger chicks, but they're on the chonkier side, but it was kind of in the (laughs) ass. So I'm like, Oh God, I've really just aged into my dad where I'm like the fan of these monster dumpers. Um, (laughs) you know, so I like, it was overall, it was okay. It was fun. I'm sorry, I can't let that go because it's just, it's so funny to me that, like, you don't even realize that you basically go to the beach as if you're the protagonist in an 80s, like, beach teen movie. Yeah, like, all we need to do is find some sort of masked event where I then have sex with a woman whose boyfriend I'm wearing the same mask as. And uh, <laughs> and she doesn't know. And then we act like I didn't rape her. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, that's... That is your approach to uh, Beach Week in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be ideal. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
it was I don't know, it was fun. Like again, it was good getting out. Like I I gotta say it's the first relationship I've ever been in where I spent like days with a person and I wasn't like, I'm going to kill us both in the name of Satan, you know, like I it was fine. I was like That's I, that's growth, man. Yeah, like You should have led with that. That that sounds like a successful weekend right there. Yeah, it was. I mean I uh you know, I, I sank into some of my indulgences, like I, I ate multiple pounds of fudge. Like I'm not exaggerating. Like legit I bought several pounds to bring back home for friends and then I just kinda was like as <laughs> Nobody's weekend, getting like, any gifts now. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, ah, they don't need this. I do this. And uh Yeah. And I got suckered because there was this delicious fudge place, I forget the name of, that wasn't a chain near me. And we got, like, one pound of that shit, and maybe she had a quarter pound of it, and I had three quarters of the pound. And then I walked back, and we had gone to uh, those familiar with Ocean City. There's basically, like, four chains that represent every store there. You have Grotto Pizza, which is the only pizza. You have Candy Kitchen, which is the huge chain kitchen. You have Fractured Prune Donuts. And then you have Sensations, which is like just a general beach shop. So we waddle in to the fucking candy kitchen and they're like, buy two pounds of fudge, get a third one free. And of course, I'm just like, well, you can't beat that fucking deal, can you? <laughs> and so we go back to our good fudge place and they're like, no, we just sell it by the pound. You don't get a fucking free pound, you hunk of crap. So I'm like, well, I'm taking my business elsewhere. Long story short, the candy kitchen fudge was like way inferior but it was mm. there, and I had more of it. So I ate easily a pound of that in maybe six hours. <laughs> uh, yeah. that That's the vacation that I know you two love. So mm -hmm. Yeah, I ate fudge. I got fucked a couple times, and I played Zelda when my girl passed out. <laughs> like that's, that's the happy ending. Here. Anytime with your feet in the sand, though. Yeah, yeah. We, we walked around the beach, um, like... She's she's very active, so we did multiple uh, several-mile boardwalk walks, and then even she was like, well, I'm just going to go run what we just walked, and I'm like, yeah, you have fun doing that. Um, but yeah, we walked around the beach a bunch. Um, this was like right after I got rear-ended, or close to it, so like after mm -hmm. a while, it's just like, you know, it kind of hurts to be fucking upright, so... Uh, I peeled out, but yeah, she went for some boardwalk run. I got to eat more food and play Zelda. It was, you know, I, I'm not going to complain. Good time overall. But Yeah, uh, no, I mean, it's like, I, it's the boardwalk beach of my childhood. I mean, would I rather be a California adventure so I can avoid the people experiencing homelessness? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think there's a good time to be had if you go on a... I mean, it sounds like the weather didn't cooperate. It's kind of beach life, but... um. I don't know, man. I just, I really like the proximity and what the Ocean City Boardwalk has to bring late in the summer. I think that's my main thing going forward is like, I never want to go before July 4th. Yeah, um, I think that's the right call because uh, the Atlantic in fucking May was like, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. You would die going in for more than a few minutes. Like your yeah, you temperature could, would drop and you would die. You just, you, you basically can get like, like mid mid cap is really as far as I was able to go, even Juneteenth last year. So yeah, before you start like breathing rapidly and organs are start to go to sleep. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I I guess the the one thing I would like to add for this episode about my travels. Can I talk to you about 
my experience in West Hollywood. No, if you don't mind acting like I'm not taking a piss while we record this episode, <laughs> go ham. Well, I mean, you know, it, it is Pride Week, so I think I can just share one story about... Pride Month, sir. Well, it's the first week, but it's Pride Month, yes. Excuse me. Um, yes. So, yeah, you know, we... Uh, we ended up being in West Hollywood, which is the gay neighborhood of West Hollywood or of Hollywood, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to West Hollywood once during my brief one time in LA. It is gay. And so, Can't you know, confirm. we just, like, my wife had a, a business meeting uh, in West Hollywood, so we booked a hotel in West Hollywood. And as I'm walking around with my kid while she's in her meet, while my wife's in the meeting, uh, I'm just like, I-, I need tacos. We're in Southern California. Um, and as we're walking to the taco place, um, my kid just points to uh, a storefront and is like, look, Daddy, they're selling a T-shirt of your favorite show. And as I look over, I realize it's a Golden Girls T-shirt. <laughs> and she, because I have one, too, and I, I love the Golden Girls, right? So she, yeah. she like, she's like, come here. And she starts comparing because this one is illustrated in the storefront and the one that I have is uh, a picture and so she's like you know what it's it's cool my kid is very communicative she's like got a lot to say and it's kind of fun to like listen to her imagination go off of explaining to me the difference between my t-shirt and that t-shirt when it's also like distracting as i'm watching her do this not noticing that there's a a, like a battery-powered double-sided dildo right beneath it (laughs) (laughs) and so she's just going off and i'm just like man i really hope she doesn't like notice those are penis shaped. Yeah. And she gets through it completely without noticing. We go, we eat tacos, and then there's a bookstore down the, the old, down the uh, way. The old Rue McClanahan Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> so after we eat tacos, we just go to the bookstore. Um, and as soon as you walk into this bookstore in West Hollywood, there's like this very bright colored, uh, just kind of whimsical large replica of the David. And as soon as my kid sees it, she just like points at its crotch and just starts screaming, penis, 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 penis. Now, is this like a, uh, a David that actually is to the proportions of the old one? Or is this like a West Hollywood David? It's just got like a huge fucking, you know, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a weird felt green replica. Oh, okay. It was it was like fairly whimsical because it's like it's proportional, so you recognize yeah. it. But then it's like, and it's just made from like this cheapish fabric type material. Oh, huh, okay. So they resisted moment, the I'm urge like, to give I'm it the. I'm sitting there exhausted. The I'm like, cock. you see it here? You completely missed it at the place that's actually selling sex toys. But you walk into a bookstore that's actually selling like a reference to high art, and this is where you go off about seeing a penis. And so you drag her by the hand to grab that double header. Be like, look, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> so yeah, that Mommy was one of those moments, these. man. Honestly, like, there's that part of me. It's like I kind of want to take a photo of like her not understanding like what type of store this is that sells the T-shirt of my favorite TV show. Well, we um, had the artwork for the episode right there. <laughs> I'm just like I don't need photographic proof. I can talk about it. It's as if I'm just making this up. As far as uh, I'm really concerned, when other people really say prove it, and I'm like, can't, didn't <laughs> happen. Just a story for John's show. Oh, God, I just. By the way, I just found. I am going to post as the episode art a photo 
of just, and this is like a more tasteful chunk of the boardwalk t-shirts we found. But, uh, some good, some good garbage, man. I, okay. I envy you and your tasteful dildos. <laughs> I do. All right. I can't wait to see them. I can't wait to see them. <laughs> you gonna like spill the beans on air or no? I, I have to like actually bother to listen to our episode to look at this. Yeah. You have to, you have to go to in Papa's basement and click on that most recent post. I'll be posting that June 2nd ish. <laughs> All right. 2023. Man. And that'll, that'll have the ocean city. Hard work and shit. Uh, all right, dude. Well, Howard, it was always a pleasure. We'll do this again, hopefully next week. And uh, yeah, uh, again, the show is Papa's Basement. I'm your host, John Papa Giorgio, at Papa's Basement on everything out there, I guess, or maybe just instant Twitter. I don't know anymore. And uh, you know, if you liked the episode, tell people to listen to it. It'd be fun. Uh, fun to have more listeners. There you go. There's a powerful call to arms. <laughs>